0: Hello there, it's Mary Stone, and welcome to the Screen Porch. It's actually evening time. I had hoped to get out earlier, but we've had these passing storms. It's been so interruptive. And then I was on the road all day. I'm actually feeling the breeze kick in, which feels kind of good after a humid spell. Thanks to those of you that reached back about last week's chat. We're all seeds rooted in love. Turns out it seems to be one of your favorites as well, and I so appreciate all of you that took the time to write in. It warms my heart. We are on the cusp of the 4th of July holiday here in the United States. Independence Day, a day to celebrate a way of living, not to be taken for granted, as many of our freedoms have changed in recent years. Maybe it'll remind us to cherish the freedoms our forefathers fought for and those that serve to protect our freedoms today. I am so grateful to all of you. One of the traditions of the July 4th weekend is watermelon. Remember the seed spitting contests? Maybe those of you that are young uns don't recall spitting seeds for sport. (laughs) I've been on a run eating watermelon. I don't know why, but all of a sudden I just love it. And uh, I've been buying one each week which makes me smile because as a child, it was not one of my favorite fruits. And I think it's because when I worked at the produce stand with my mom, we were allowed to bring home the rejects, which meant, you know, things that were not saleable, like watermelons that were half crushed or cantaloupes that were rotted in half or wormy corn ears that my mom would say meant that were good ears. See, the worms picked that ear for a reason. So we'd husk the corn when we got home and, of course, cut off the wormy parts but I have such fond memories of those times. Anyway, now that I love watermelon, I look forward to sharing this story, which starts like this. Hello, fellow listeners and readers. We attended a pool party over the weekend with close friends. The host is a full-fledged organic gardener. Aren't seedless watermelons genetically modified not to have seeds? One guest whispered as we dished out the delicious fruit. How can it be organic? Summer picnics bring back memories of seed-spitting contests hard to do nowadays as most watermelons are said to be seedless, but the truth is, it's not so. Those little white thingies amongst the watery pink fruit are infertile seeds. Sure, they're digestible, but so are the traditional black seeds, if you are so inclined. And both won't cause a watermelon to grow inside your tummy. I still laugh over Mom's warning, which backfired as it inspired me to eat more seeds. The good news is seedless watermelons are not genetically modified organisms, GMOs, as we spoke about a few weeks back. Designing seedless fruit has been in fashion for an exceedingly long time. Cuttings of adult grape plants are rooted in soil to produce seedless grapes, which began over 2,000 years ago. In other words, grape plants aren't grown from seed and are clones of the mother plant. And while they create seeds of sorts a genetic slip-up doesn't allow them to form fully. Making seedless watermelon popular since the 1990s is a different process. Much like horses mating with donkeys to produce mules, seedless watermelons are hybrids, a mix of two species or varieties of plants or animals. Two mules cannot make more mules as they are sterile. The same is true of seedless watermelons. As I was digging into that story, I found out that occasionally a mare-mule can become pregnant by a horse or a donkey. So I guess there are ways to hmm, trick the system. I'm not sure. I'll have to ask Mary. <laughs> the common watermelon, a deployed watermelon, has two sets of chromosomes. Colchicine from the autumn crocus plant is used on seeds, causing the plant to grow four-chromosome flowers. By pollinating a four-chromosome flower with a two-chromosome flower, an infertile watermelon with three chromosomes, called a triploid, is born. It sure sounds fishy that changing the number of chromosomes isn't considered genetically altering, but a GMO uses genetic engineering to alter DNA. While a chemical from a different plant, the autumn crocus, creates a chromosomal change in the original seed, no genes from another organism are used to modify a watermelon's DNA. In other words, Genes are not manipulated to create seedlessness. So there you go. The lovely watermelon we enjoyed was indeed organic and seedless. So how do you grow seedless watermelons if they don't have seeds you can plant? It sounds like an oxymoron. I adore that word, which means self-contradictory. You'll need to grow four chromosome seeds and two chromosome seeds next to each other so that when they flower... They can cross-pollinate and produce watermelons with three chromosomes, making them seedless. And yes, you can grow seedless watermelon organically by not using pesticides or chemicals. So if you're wondering where do you get seedless watermelon seeds, again, it's, it's going to be a package of seeds that has two different kinds of seeds in it, two chromosome ones and four chromosome ones. It isn't easy to explain, and I'm hardly an expert I'd still like to spit watermelon seeds for old time's sake, but I've outgrown the curiosity of what happens when you eat the seeds. Maturity sometimes changes the magic. Bittersweet. Yes, indeedy. Another oxymoron. Garden Dilemmas? AskMarystone.com. So I wanted to uh, do some research on the health benefits of watermelon because, obviously, one of the benefits of watermelon is it's hydrating. It actually has 92% water content, hence the name, right? There's claims that it actually may have an anti-cancer effect or improve heart health and reduce inflammation. Watermelon is filled with so many nutrients and has a substantial amount of vitamin A and C, but it also offers antioxidants such as lycopene. And only 46 calories a cup. And by the way, a medium wedge has 17 grams of sugar, which seems like a lot. But it's not refined sugar, so it's healthful because it's got all those wonderful, wonderful vitamins and nutrients. So thanks for coming by. I always enjoy our time together, and I hope you have as well. And I hope you enjoy your watermelons, seedless or not. But remember, those white thingies are actually seeds so they aren't really seedless, just not totally formed. I hope you enjoy your day, and I look forward to the next time on the Screen Porch. Thanks so much. You can follow Garden Dilemmas on Facebook or online at GardenDilemmas.com and on Instagram at hashtag Mary Elaine Stone. Garden Dilemmas, Delights and Discoveries is produced by Alex Bartling. Thanks for coming by. I look forward to chatting again from my Screen Porch. And always remember to embrace the unexpected in this garden of life. Have a great day.